This is Harry Hall Football. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep, we marched into Philly and got us a win. Shocked a lot of people. Broke a lot of bookies. This and much more live. Aaron, Josh, and John. touchdown the entire season. That's right. Right. That's right. Howard I mean, Johnson I is right. Some of those comments I said about Greg Williams last year. Well, I wouldn't go that far. It's only 2-0. Dude, I'll we tell you what. <laughs> How did you guys feel about before the game where, like, the whole country, they showed the map, was, like, picking the Eagles? And then, like, every commentator good. except for Tom Jackson – Pick the uh, Eagles to win. I was there screaming at the TV. You guys are so wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. All you Redskins fans out there were like us going, you guys are totally overestimating the Eagles and underestimating the Redskins, just like we've been talking about. And I couldn't believe that even like Virginia and Maryland, you know, that there weren't Virginia and Maryland didn't think the Redskins were going to win. Yeah, that makes no, me, no. That makes me kind of sick. It makes me kind of yeah, sick, you Virginian and Marylandites that didn't vote for the Redskins. But for some reason, Puerto Rico did think the Redskins were going to win. And Guam. And Guam. Yeah. Guam. Um, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah. All of the outlying territories. Right, right. That's all the people that weren't, um, what's the word? They weren't influenced by the crappy media over the last couple months. Yeah. Awesome football coverage. How many times have you seen stories about the Redskins this offseason? Unless you're watching Comcast. <laughs> you know? Even in the last two weeks, who has said anything about it except for, you know, showing 
Chief Z at the very end of the Monday Night Football trailer, which which kudos to ESPN for that, for not forgetting Chief Z on that, because he's always on there on the Monday Night trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I think I'm sure they do a different one every week, but they didn't forget him, so that was that was a big plus. That's true. And, and speaking of, uh, we got to uh, we got to see the Monday Night Football little, uh, you know, the new Hank Williams scheme with all the people there. The new Hank Williams megaphone. Oh yeah, with uh, Brian Setzer looking like Paul McCartney. <laughs> that is very old. And uh, I didn't see that theme. Is it very similar to the that? old song? It, I think it was. I think a lot of those guys were on it last year, and it had that Gretchen Wilson trick on there for some odd reason. It just kind of turned and smiled. Yeah. She was sitting over to the side, and they let her smile at the end. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I don't think we need to talk about that anymore. Let's move on to the game. <laughs> anyway. Um, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, uh, Redskins 2-0. No turnovers. One interception by Jason Campbell. No fumbles. Lost. Um, gave up one. Or, I mean, uh, didn't get any. I'm sorry. Didn't get any turnovers again on defense. But like you were saying, Josh, held him out of the end zone. David Aker, 4-4. And that, that interception, he was on the money with the throw. He just threw the ball a second too late. Yeah, yeah. he took his time on that. But the good thing is that the Redskins are good enough to be in position that Jason Campbell can make some of those mistakes and it's not going to cost the team the game. Um, I was listening to the radio before the game, and they had Don Bank from uh, SportsIllustrated.com on there. And Don was talking about how he had been – well, first they asked him, what's the buzz about the Redskins outside of D.C., like on the national media circuit? And he was like, well, not much. They're going to win we all knew. Dude, today, yeah, on, yeah, right. today on Sirius Radio for the second day in a row, someone called in to Adam Shine. And was like, um, I remember you saying something about if the Redskins or something about betting a steak dinner to your partner there, Solomon Wilcox, about the Redskins not winning uh, 10 games or something like that. Or I think it was eight games. And he was like, how are you feeling about that bet right now? And, and, and then Adam Shine was like, all right, I told you guys yesterday, and I'll tell you again, I've already given up on it. I've already made reservations at the restaurant and basically totally reneged on what he said a couple of... Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to cover all his bases. Just like uh, Steve Young, after the game last night, I caught a snippet of him talking in the postgame report, and he was all like, well, the Redskins, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of thought, blah, 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 blah. And it was like, dude, you so did not think anything about the Redskins except that they sucked. Like, everyone, is, they're starting to get a little bit of that, well, the Redskins, I kind of thought they were going to be kind of good, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, but going back to the Don Banks thing, he was talking about that, and uh, he said he did spend some time at the Redskins training camp, um, and that he said, J- Jason Campbell looks really good. He's like, the Redskins are certainly not going to lose games because of Jason Campbell. He's yes. not going to be one of those crappy quarterbacks that, that loses games for him, like, like, uh, that r- ridiculous guy in Chicago that lost the Super Bowl for them and is still starting Rex Grossman. Uh-huh. I, I don't get that at all. Dude, I think this is going to be Rex Grossman's last weekend unless they beat Dallas. Dude, really, speaking of so? Rex Grossman, yeah, we, need them, we need them to beat Dallas. 
Yeah, and absolutely. This, I agree. Look how this scenario. I'm a fantasy team, but I haven't started him because I've got Carson Palmer. Dude, look how this scenario can play out. We can have um, Chicago beat Dallas, and then if we beat Giants, mm-hmm. not only are we al- alone in first place at three and zero, but we're two and zero in the division. That's huge. That victory on the road against the Eagles. I can't remember. Uh, even Larry Michael was saying on Redskins Lunch how he was like, what an awful, awful town, football town, and place to be, how Philadelphia was. Which is surprising because we saw him in that Philadelphia green. Um, yeah, um, but he was here. He was yeah. the first year, yeah. But even he was saying that. But I think I think I heard him say that uh, their bus got egged on the way out of town. So, <laughs> Well, dude, he you know, has to wear that Philadelphia, Philadelphia green. He's got to wear that Philadelphia yeah. green when he's in Philadelphia because he's afraid he's going to get beat up. His bus, yeah. pro- bus, probably, his bus probably got edged because it's like he had it wrapped and it says, has like his head on the side of it. And it's like, <laughs> a big fat head of Larry Michael. Larry Michael. It says, Larry Michael. Don't proclaim. This is the Washington Redskins. <laughs> Man, I'm just. Dude, I not, saw that. I might think about making it myself. <laughs> Dude, he's not rich enough to have his own bus. Come on. Well, he probably has to share with, like, what's his name? Brian? Uh, oh, yeah, Brian uh, Weinstein. I'm, Weinstein. Thinking, I'm sure he's on one of the team-style buses. I don't know if not with the players, but he's on one of the buses that, uh... He gave Larry the space. I mean, he gave Bram the space that's up over the driver's head on the front of the bus. It's just a <laughs> and Bram Weinstein. Anyway, dudes, let's get to the game. We haven't even talked about it yet. Dude, it's exciting. We won the game. What do you want to know? I mean, it was a huge game. Everybody played well as a team. Yeah. I mean, the Redskins played as a team. All right, well, let's go ahead and get the uh, game balls and kick to the balls award. Josh, I saw with all the changes on the site, you added a bunch of functionality for uh, registered users, including avatars. and Give a rundown of all those. We'll talk about that in a few minutes because I'm going to jump right to my game ball. Um, my game ball, my game ball is going to go to, got to go to LeBron Landry. Um, Dude, you suck. That was my game ball. Sorry. Um, Man, I even called it at the end of the game. But we couldn't get in touch with you. Really? Really late. You know, we can't call you with the kids and stuff. Oh, you Talking about? I don't remember it. You're kidding me, dude. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Can't be Yeah, I was joking, dude. Go ahead, continue. Did we lose Josh? Aaron, that was so rude. I think, I think, I think we took off Josh. Is he dejected that, now? That was so rude. That was so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the wrong answer is that you should at the end of the game, and that you know, I mean, that's it. Need, need we say more? Keeping the uh, keeping the Eagles from scoring, um, you know, let, uh, let the let the Redskins, uh, you know, maintain that uh, that lead where they needed, uh, you know, they would need to score twice, and, and there it is. That's it. Dude, he didn't hit well, that guy. He destroyed that dude. Curtis, the receiver. He's probably still feeling it today. Speaking of, speaking of destroying dudes, 
got to give props. We were already talking about um, about uh, Jason Campbell throwing that interception. When he did that, did you guys see who came in on the last part of that hit? Clint Portis, Portis, man. There he is, Mr. I hurt my shoulder, I hurt my hand, I hurt my shoulder tackling people. And he's like flying into people. Dude, Clinton Portis <laughs> looked like he looked like Sean Taylor on that sailor dive tackle that he made on that. Yeah, man. I was like kind of did except he hit him. I was I like, <laughs> Dude, that was an awesome hit. Yeah. Some dudes anyway, at work. Really some... Anyway, Laurent Landry gets my game ball. There it is. Right. And, and definitely, I want to agree with you on that and a shout-out. I think we both want to do a shout-out to Clinton Porter for that and his great run. Oh, yeah. um, and I want to touch on that Leron Landry hit at the end of the game. Because not only did he nearly break, I think it was Kevin Curtis in half yep. on that hit, if you notice, if you got to see it on replay, when he went in there, he wasn't trying to devastate him with the hit. His hand hit the ball and started jarring it loose before the rest of his body made the contact. You he mean like a nanosecond? out first and make the hit second. Like a nanosecond and, before? You know, like a nanosecond before. His hand was, he wasn't just like trying to house the guy. He put his hand in there to get the ball loose because he knew that was the most important thing. Not a stupid highlight reel hit. And he's been doing that ever since he's come to Redskins Park. Is playing smart like that. I mean, that's, that's Daryl Green style football right there to a tee. Dude, all I know is there are some guys at work that don't really watch the uh, Redskins very often. And um, this one guy came in to work the next day, and he goes, "Born country." He goes, "He goes like this." Are you guys gonna let me finish? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Aaron. Go ahead. How off Aaron? I think Aaron left. How rude! He goes. He goes. Do the Redskins always hit that hard? <laughs> and I was he like, said, "Yep." Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "You know, Joe Gibbs keeps saying, you know, he wants them to be a big physical team, and you know, and I think they're really showing up and doing that this year." Um, Greg Williams was talking about it. If you guys watch anything on the Comcast post game show, and you know, he comes on there every week. He said, "Joe Gibbs, if there's one thing he has told us, he wants us to do is be a physical team, and that's what they're doing." Yep. And LaRon Landry is adding to that. London Fletcher is adding to that. Yeah, London Fletcher is a huge pickup for the Redskins. Yeah, not only on the field, but hearing reports before last week, the second game of the season, was that during halftime in the game against the Dolphins, he went in there and he gave a speech to the team to get them fired up during halftime to the point where people were clapping for him at the end of that speech. Wow. Like getting up offense and defense. People are clapping and like cheering and ready to ready to go. <laughs> that's that's what the Redskins have needed. They didn't have that kind of leadership. I know exactly Dude, what they need. Have you guys also noticed that like the people that we talked about making plays in years past, like IE and the linebackers? Marcus Washington we've barely talked about because Rocky McIntosh and London Fletcher have picked it up so much. Marcus Washington had a pretty good game this this week as well as Rocky McIntosh. Yeah, I mean, you know, pick that. Everybody's yeah. pulling their weight. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're all doing their job as a team. It's just that to me, you know, like Landry really stood out with that big hit, and that's why he would get my game ball. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we were just looking at. Uh, I mean, I was, I'm just looking online here at the uh, the polls on our website, and um, it's funny because Leron Landry uh, does not even show up with any votes. You know, and and I know he's got John and I's game ball here. Um, 
pretty much 28.57% of voters are giving the uh, giving game ball to Jason Campbell. He's got the highest percentage. And down from there, uh, three-way tie with the defense, uh, the offensive line, and Chris Cooley. And then another three-way tie at 7%, Sean Swisham, uh, Portis, and uh, Marcus Washington, excuse me, four-way tie, and Rocky McIntyre. So, uh, I mean, what that says is everybody played as a team. You know, it's kind of difficult to really pick somebody out unless they have a shining moment like that, the sort of a game-defining moment. I'm going to give my game ball. I'm going to give my game ball to someone that will probably never get it again for a heads-up play on a critical third down, and that's Todd Yoder. Oh wow! Oh man, that was great. That was awesome. That's that's what we need to be doing. Everybody, if everybody's playing like that, you know. If yeah, if you guys don't remember on that third down, Todd Yoder was—I think he was in blocking or something. And then he looked, saw Jason Campbell in trouble, and just kind of curled out and was uh, paralleling him down the field and got that first down. And it was a nice catch he made, too. It, catch on the that run. No-hand Yoder right there. Yeah. That wasn't like Chris Cooley. That was no-hand Yoder in, like, in stride. In stride. That pass down. Totally extended that play, like another, what, six, seven, eight yards. That was oh, a yeah. huge first down. Dude, that was huge. And, yeah, and I can't agree. I can't believe he gave a game ball to Yoder. I also, I also cannot agree with some of those people on the um, site with the Chris Cooley deal. That was a nice catch in the end zone, but what about that one he dropped? He was, I mean, that was perfect earlier in the game. He was, he was yeah, that you know Santana, Santana Moss was hitting this as well. Yeah, yeah Jason, Santana Moss picked it up a lot in this game, though. He, uh, oh yeah, what was he eight for eighty nine or something like that? He mm-hmm. had a lot of catches, and he had that huge. Um, he, he had that huge miss that uh, he got overthrown on, where he was he beat both the safety and the corner by five yards each. Oh, and dude. dude, that's two that's two weeks in a row that we've seen the power of Jason Campbell's arm. If he can keep doing that, man, they're going to start connecting on those. They're yeah, going to start gonna, connecting. He's, on he's not going to get worse. He's not going to get worse. He's just going to get better. Yeah. Six moves, six moves. And we put a uh, we put a little picture up on the site. If you get on. Uh, you know, go on HarryHawkinsLaw.com. It says Inspector Moss. But uh, but it's funny because in watching the postgame, uh, Santana Moss made a comment about Jason Campbell's arm and how big it was and the fact that if there was any way he was going to catch that ball, he would have to have go-go gadget legs to be able to run and catch the ball. So we put up a little Inspector, Mo- uh, Inspector Moss. We at Harry Hawk Football have teamed up with one of the fast food restaurants in the greater Washington, D.C. area to bring your kids the Inspector Moss Happy Meal Prize with McDougal's and Queens. <laughs> McDougal's. McDougal's. <laughs> McDaniels and McDougal's. With the big mix. Dude, Aaron, I want to go back real quick to what you were saying about Marcus Washington because I don't think you got to finish that thought where you were going because we talked about this earlier. Um, how it used to be we talk about Washington all the time. Uh-huh. I think all three of us have talked about that before. But now, this year, the other two linebackers out there with him are such great talent. It's not like his play has gone down. Yep. It's just the other two guys are much better than their predecessors. Yeah, that's exactly I that what great. I was going to say, dude. It's like all the people we no- normally talked about are playing just as good, but now there's other people stepping it up. So it's like they're not as noticeable because, you know. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is yep, yep, yep. All right, I guess I'll go ahead. And Aaron, if you're done, I'm going to go ahead and give my game ball. Oh, I just had one more thing to say. 
Um, oh, I thought you already gave yours. I thought it was Leron Landry. No, 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 no. That was Josh's. I don't want to use the same guy. I got someone else, though. All right, go ahead, and then I'll come back to my thought. I, all right, my backup uh, game ball this weekend. I wasn't going to give him a shout-out, but I think he really does deserve a game ball. Um, on special teams, Rock Cartwright mm-hmm. was very, very solid on his return. He don't, They only had one possession, I think, I think on the punch that he – I think they only had one possession. It was at the 29. Everything else was like 33, 38. All of his runbacks were very good and left the Redskins' offense in very good field position every single time. Mm-hmm. Like, he, yeah, they, they, he ended up, um, he had 100 and something. He had 130 return yards um, in the game, including a long of 33. Yeah, and that's only that's on really four good. kickoffs, right? That was 26 right? yards of return. Wait, that's on five kickoffs, so divide that up and get yeah, what you 26 get. 26 yards. 26 yards of kick, dude. That's cool. really good. So my 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 kick or my uh, game ball goes to him, and I'm going to give a shout out to one of everybody's favorite players, Mike Sellers. Oh yeah, the dude. Beast. Dude, he did he what he from he played. Community College, man. Dude, he played his role. Everyone played their role, played including role. Todd Yoder. Mike Sellers got the few yards that he had to get when he was called upon. Uh huh. He got a couple of big first downs, and you know he was happy to do that because. You know, watching an interview um, with him, with Kelly Johnson, uh, he was like, he was like, you know, I was glad to go out there and get those carries and get those first downs and do that. It's been, it was a nice change than doing something other than just blocking all the time. I'm glad yeah, they, they called on me to do that. You know, he ends up doing a lot of stuff. Remember two years ago, he had something like seven or nine touchdowns because they kept throwing him out the, into the end zone to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so massive, guys can't get around him to knock it away. He's huge, dude. He's huge. He's a Huge. fantastic player. Awesome. He really is. Um, and, uh, definitely a fan favorite. Everyone likes Mike Sully. The only other thing I was going to say was I was also going to give a shout-out like the people on the site to Jason Campbell. What about those runs, dude? In addition to the long yeah, ball. I wanted to bring that up, too. Good one. In addition to the long yeah. run, ball, he had those two, was it two or three runs? I think, John, you already said before the podcast that Jason Campbell's rushing total right now equals that of Ladanian Tomlinson. That's what, uh, that's what, that was a stat that Danny, good old Danny put up on our website in the little chat box, the live chat box on there, um, yeah. with the new colors. Looks really good, Josh. Um, that's what Danny put on there, that he had the same amount of yards as LP, I believe, in this past, uh, for week two. Um, he ended up with 39 rushing yards. He had a long of 20. I think we all remember that one. Mm-hmm. Um, on six carries, he had a couple of huge scrambles. Um, especially, who was it? Who was the guy on the Redskins that he ran into? Was it Randall L? When he ran into it was Randall L, and you see, if you watch the replay, like we well, didn't watch it, Randall L was so upset that he was in his way. Oh, that, man. Well, you know, it's <laughs> been a touchdown. That would have been. It probably would have been, but it also showed that Jason Campbell can move, but he is not a mobile quarterback because he looked like <laughs> kind of tried to leap over him like a hurdle, and he just slammed right into him. It was a little. Uh, <laughs> He was better than those horrible slides that he had last year, where he was sliding and kind of catching himself on the turf and stumbling around, looking all like like a uh, awkward and whatnot. He jumped about as high as I can jump. Dude, it was better than Mark Brunel's yeah, yeah. little wimpy little. He would have slid after two yards, man. Oh yeah, totally. He would have slid after two yards and then thrown the ball out of bounds. He would. Yeah, he wouldn't even run. He would have just thrown the ball out of bounds as soon as he got outside the pocket. Uh huh. Speaking of Ocho Cinco, did you guys see him wearing his utility belt? 
<laughs> Did he really? <laughs> Utility belt. Isn't that what GoGo Gadget wears? Yeah, he wears the Harry Hog action belt. Oh. <laughs> um, no, Ocho because <laughs> he's carrying the clipboard, I guess he's calling into place. Um, because he had on a headset, so he had on his little, you know, weighted utility belt. It had, like, battery packs all over it and stuff. Well, dude, he's got to do fun. something to earn those millions that he's making over there. Mm-hmm. Ocho. Stinko. Uh-huh. All right, let's get on to the kicks, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Winding it up. Uh, go ahead. Somebody else go. Aaron, um, you go first. You never go first. I don't really have a kick because the whole team pretty much stuck in there and held together even after the, the injuries on the offensive line. The backups came in. Todd Wade played good. Even Fabini did all right except for those uh, couple of false start penalties. But, you know, he was in Philly and he hasn't played with them. That's right. Like, um, at all. I don't think – Dude, dudes, I don't think there were any holding penalties on the Redskins, if I'm not mistaken. In fact, I don't there think were, there was. There any, were, uh, I don't think. Didn't Casey Raybach hold? Or he jumped off sides. There were there were there were four false starts on the offense, and I don't know what else other penalties, but there were no defensive penalties the whole game. Dude, I think that was it. I think there was only a, those four false start penalties on us. I would have to look at the stats, but it was it was pretty yeah. it was a pretty good game as far as that goes. There's not really one. To kick for being stupid, if I was going to kick anyone, it would have to be uh, Swissom for not getting the kickoffs past the 20-yard line. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, two for two, dude's in the zone, but he only had two kicks that went into the 20 or past the 20-yard line. And that's being nitpicky because he's so so consistent with his field goal, you know. Yeah, I'm just being nitpicky here. I really don't have a kick for this week unless it's the uh, all the announcers in the whole country for picking the Eagles. Well, let me talk about the kicks for a second. Because, um, <laughs> again, I'm looking at the site and what people have, have put in here that they voted on. Um, and, and, you know, it's kind of tough, like you say, to, to choose one person. You know, We had the coaching staff in there, Carlos Rogers, Fabini, Brandon Lloyd. Okay, Brandon Lloyd, in my opinion, <clears throat> Brandon Lloyd just can't seem to get open no matter what. I, I, I don't know what it is with Brandon Lloyd. Um how, when, he, when he played in uh, San Francisco, was he was he catching the ball? Was he getting open? He was up and down, but I mean, I, I, I talk about it a bunch of times. But the game against Washington two years ago, he made a spectacular touchdown catch and loads of talent. But, but he, he did make one touchdown catch in preseason this year. He did, okay, and that was nice. And, and right. he got very limited play in this game, so you can't really well totally kick Brandon Lloyd. I can. Yeah, yeah, he definitely was in my take for this game. As a matter of fact, <laughs> okay, always avoid at all costs because apparently Jason Campbell is because uh, Antoine Randall went out with cramps in the fourth quarter and I still didn't see Lloyd. I saw James Thrash. Yeah. I saw headlights on the sideline, but I don't think he's in the game. Yeah, <laughs> did yeah. you guys hear what? Like... Did you guys hear what Brian Mitchell and them were saying about him in the post game about Lloyd? Like they're yeah, like his heart. Terrible. They're like his heart's obviously not in football. I think it's in rap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They said maybe he needs to go be a rap star then. Yeah. <laughs> they're um, basically done yeah, with. I think him. Brian Mitchell's kind of disgusted with them. I think we're gonna see uh, Rache Caldwell coming in. Um, I think we'll see him some this week. I just have a feeling we'll see him. You know, maybe later on in the game, depending on where we are as far as what uh, you know what the score of the game is. But I think we're gonna start using him. And, and I just wonder if. 
if they brought him in, we all talked about, why did they get a wide receiver? If they brought him in thinking, you know, Brandon Lloyd's another um, another one of these guys that's, that's not working out, kind of like Adam Archuleta. They, they expect the big things out of them, and then nothing's happening with them. Um, Somebody on Comcast today, I think it was on Washington Post Live, said that they were, I think it was Ken Harvey, was saying that he might be this year's Adam Archuleta. And I was like, well, he's kind of last year's Adam Archuleta, too, if you think about it. Exactly. Yeah, you know, like Danny says, our, our buddy Danny, young Danny, let's see what we can get for him. Let's see what we can get for him. Maybe we can get a linebacker or a lineman for him. Maybe we, can get for him. we definitely need one. Um, the other thing is is that, you know, Carlos Rogers, yeah, we've been picking on Carlos a bunch. You know, he played, he, when it was man for man, he did play pretty well. I mean, he, was, he stayed with his... Uh, you know, his coverage uh, throughout the game. We had a lot of problems when we played. Why did we switch to the prevent and play the prevent so much, um, you know, late in the game and just stay with it? Uh, we had a lot of problems there. It seemed like when we went to the prevent, every single time we were playing a prevent defense, we were, you know, just giving them eight yards a hit. I mean, Donovan Nav was throwing those seven, six, seven, eight yarders every time. And uh, we couldn't seem to do anything about that. You know what, um, dude? You know what John says about the prevent defense? What? It prevents you from winning. It prevents you from winning. Why did we switch? That's what I'm saying. Why did we go? Greg Williams, yeah. So, so if I had to give a kick, my kick would go to, and you know, you hate to do it because the defense plays so well, but to go to Greg Williams for changing over to a prevent defense late in the game. I don't think we needed to do that. I, I don't see any reason why we the defense was doing their job. They were all making their coverage. Everybody was playing well. Just stick with what you did the whole game. There's got to be some reason why that happened. I would love to know if anybody has any ideas. Well, Greg Williams has got that whole bend but don't break defensive philosophy. He's like, I'll give up the middle eight, or the first 80 yards, but the last 20 yards are mine. And if you <laughs> kick a field goal, that's fine. He's always been like that. That's yeah. always been his thing. I can't remember the last time the Redskins actually shut someone out. Hey, dude. But, Dude, that's, that's his philosophy. Yeah. I got another kick in the balls. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about this. My kick, my other kick in the balls goes to Andy Reid for trying to ice the kicker. <laughs> oh, how could we forget to talk about that? When Joe Gibbs is like, all right, I'll run another play then. I know. Well, you know, the thing what happened there, too, is that Jason Campbell's uh, headset and his uh, helmet shorted out. So he couldn't hear anything that was going on. That whole stuff was happening. Seriously. They're back in Philly. Yeah. And in the meantime, there was a bit, there was videotaping going on on the sideline, and there was all kinds of stuff. What? Hello, and was over by the goalpost, pretended to film with the football, <laughs> which still looks like T.O., but that was pretty funny. Dude, but the you know, funny thing is, is you can tell <laughs> you can tell that Joe Gibbs was getting off frustrated and stuff because they kept getting those penalties right in a row. And then when Andy Reid did that, I think that was just like the straw that broke his back. And he's like, well, let's just go then. Because he said they're in and out and he couldn't hear and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, it was was like, okay, just go ahead and keep the field goal. We don't want to bring the guys on and off again. And then Andy Reid called that and he was like, okay, now we have plenty of time to figure this one out. What an idiot. That's a good kick. Why did Andy Reid do that? That was just stupid. (laughs) And it was a beautiful pass right after that to Chris Cooley between two defenders in the corner of the end zone. Very good. Some guy on the website, and I, and I hate to say this, I don't want to be negative, Adam. Some guy on, um, I, was, I was I was browsing the web, some guy said, you know, Andy Reid wouldn't have done that 
uh, if he could, he could have seen what was going on better, had he just taken, had he just wiped all the sweat off of his back face, <laughs> so it wasn't clouding his glasses. <laughs> oh man! Like, dude, that is hard. And you know what? Going along with that, there was one more kick I was going to give out, which I think I, I, I try to always give out against the Eagles, is a kick to the Eagles fans. Because you guys are a bunch of jerks. You suck. Literally. Yeah. Jerks. You suck about as bad as your fight song does. And stay in Philly when you guys, when you guys come to Washington. Yeah. Stay in, <laughs> stay in Philly when the Eagles come to Washington. How's that? I hate the Eagles, man. The fans. I hate the Eagles, man. Game where not only did we almost get in a fight, like a real fight, but someone also pulled a gun in the parking lot. An Eagles fan. What the hey? Go back, go back to Philadelphia and play Rocky on your VHS tape deck. Your <laughs> mascot is like inflatable. What's that about? Did you see that shot with that huge <laughs> Eagles mascot, the inflatable one? Yeah, I was like, oh, that man, I'm glad you brought that up, dude. That was hilarious. That was a distraction. Imagine being the guy that has to wear that, and they're like, all right, man, we're going to turn on the air now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, look out. There's a massive Godzilla eagle behind you. <laughs> he looked like he was about to eat Rock Cartwright back there. And Rock Cartwright just hung in there and, and returned the kick for, like, 30 yards. Yeah. But good for him. He he wasn't scared of the big the big uh, Mothra-type eagle behind him. Right. Mm-hmm. He just popped him with a key or something. <laughs> Kicked him with the spikes. <laughs> uh, hey dudes What else we got You guys hear that music You guys hear yeah. that music Yeah I do Oh, I do. Okay yeah I hear it I hear the music That's right Once again it's time for Tom's Trivia Tom's Trivia um, What was our trivia question From last week <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I can't hear him. Yeah, we talked about this before the podcast. Oh, hold on. I remember the trivia question from last week. I was asking the the uh, the longest the Redskins have gone in their history without intercepting a pass was the question, and um, I didn't get any answers for it. No Nope. And to make matters worse, I was too lazy to look up the answer myself. So if anyone knows that answer this week, go ahead and send it in again with this week's Tom's trivia question, which comes straight from Tom himself. That's and, right. And here it is. Genuine article, folks. And um Yes, that that is that is that is correct. You can call us in and leave a message on voicemail if you want. 202657 Hale, H-A-I-L. And you can send us an email at Redskins fan at dot com. That's right. That is H-A-R-R-Y hogfootball.com. And here's yeah. the question sent in by Tom himself. Who holds the record for most receiving yards in his first game with a particular team? Okay. If you know the answer, go ahead and send that in. Redskins fan at Harry Hog for a Redskins question or just a football question? This is just a football question. The question once again is a Redskins question. (laughs) Yeah. If Tom sent it in, there's a good likelihood it might be. (laughs) Wink, wink. But, but, 
But anyway, that's the trivia question. Thank you, Tom, for sending that in. And uh, here's the deal. It's, uh, the Harry Hog theme for Firefox is now complete. Woo! So I've been doing a lot of updating and uh, integration stuff on the site. And I, and I wanted to get some of that stuff done, but the, the theme is ready to go. We're rolling it out. Um, so I'm going to, uh, gonna send it on up to Aaron. So if he gets answers at Redskin fan, he can send it on to everybody. And, uh, and we're good to go. Outstanding. Uh, what else you guys got? Uh, oh, I was gonna talk about the website for a second. If you've been on the site, you've noticed a few, uh, there are a few new looks, changes, so on and so forth. Um, we started to integrate some colors. Uh, one of the big things is is that when you log in, uh, the blog is completely different. It's um, cleaner look. It's, uh, the commenting is is uh, easier to deal with. Um, you can put images in your comments, so on and so forth. Just remember to adhere to the use policy. Nothing obscene or vulgar, so on and so forth. Like the word cowboy. Like like the like the uh, image that Danny put up today that I had to make him take down. Um, Ooh, that was, got rejected by our bot that scans the images. What was the image but, uh, of you? I can't tell you. It was rejected. It was rejected. It was rejected. You can't even tell me what and it was. I had to tell Danny. I had to say, Danny, no more images like that. And he was like, "Oh, sorry, dude." Was yeah. it the image of like the football field thing? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Was it an image of, of, no, never mind. I'm going to say something bad. It was on the site for about 30 seconds before it got rejected. So if anybody happened to see it, then you can let us know. Uh, that could be the bonus. Call in. That, that's a bonus, uh, Tom's trivia. And, and Danny, you are not eligible for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, the games and kicks are going to be on the polls. You can go in and vote, um, right there once you log in. Uh, one of the coolest things is if you go and check your profile, once you log in, it'll give you the opportunity to upload an image or an avatar that you want to use that's you know, all about yourself. You can uh, write your own little blog entries that people can go and read when they click on your uh, your profile, um, all on the Harry Hog site. So, again, we're trying to do some updates, and we're kind of working towards um, an overhaul for the big uh, 100th episode, which is coming up when? How many weeks? Five weeks. Five weeks. Again, it's after, Five weeks. it'll be the podcast after the Packers game. Right. So uh, we'll do some site overhauling for that, and a uh, hundred episodes of Harry Hot. I can't. I can't even believe it. Dude, so, I'd also anyway. want to point out that um, next week, me and Josh will be on family vacation down in the Outer Banks, North Carolina. So we're going to try to do some kind of remote podcast so we don't know how it's going to turn out but hopefully it'll work out all right yeah and uh we'll get it we'll get it on we're gonna go and uh what else Uh, you guys got about uh randy thomas had surgery today on his torn tricep how'd that Um, go how many weeks they're, they're saying they're saying six weeks but more than likely much longer but there's still a chance he could play this year um, no one has been signed that I know of. Oh, I know something I wanted right to now. mention. Did you see who the Cowboys signed today? A criminal. A criminal. <laughs> very, very... Shock. Not shocking <laughs> that they signed a criminal, Tank Johnson. 
who will hopefully tank their team. Yeah, that was that's not a surprise at all on many levels. One, it's the Cowboys, and he's a criminal. But two, uh, their their nose guard, I believe, is down, and maybe after the season, if I remember correctly. So they they need they need help there. So why not look in the uh, nation's correctional facility for that? <laughs> but he's never even played game. nose guard, dude. <laughs> he hasn't. No, he's only played in the. Uh, oh, he's always four played four three. three. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. You know what's cracking me up? I, I, I'm looking right now. I'm, I'm looking right now on the web at some of these headlines that uh, that are on there about the game. And, and here are the headlines: Redskins got second chance after Reed stopped clock. They got a second chance. Like they weren't going to win the game, but once Reed stopped the clock, that was the second chance. Uh huh. Um, battered but winning. Washington Redskins off to a two zero start. I guess that's true because we do have some injuries. Well, here, here's the one that I saw when I woke up on ESPN the morning after the game, which kind of made me mad. It said, instead of Redskins win, it was like, it said, what's wrong with the Eagles? That was the headline. That's what you expected because everyone seemed to think the Eagles were going to win this division. <laughs> and a few days before that, I saw an article that said, and the headline was, um, Eagles games with Redskins are a little more than a formality. Yeah, I saw that one too. That that was just a joke. Kind of like the throwback jerseys that the Eagles had. Because if any of you guys saw those powder blue and yellow things that they're wearing, because they're also celebrating their uh, 75th oh, yeah, in, in P-Town, Y-Town, whatever you mean their 75th, their 75th year without a Super Bowl win? Their 75th year of sucking. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, those are their throwback jerseys. They're powder blue... And yellow. <laughs> cool, man, because I've, I've seen a lot of Eagles wear that color. they got rid of them. At, at least they moved on to another color. By the way, did you guys, in, in other, did you guys see that um, Ole No Jamo got signed to the Bears today? Really? Yeah. Someone signed him. Ade Jamo. So he can hang Ole out with his Jumeau. friend Archuleta. He makes big... Yeah, he can hang out with Archuleta. Maybe they can almost but not quite or even come close to making big plays against the Cowboys this weekend. <laughs> I hope because, they I mean, do. Oh, no, oh no Jamo made some plays on special teams. but uh, Anyway, dude, we need to wrap this up. Who's the random Redskin of the week? Oh, yeah, the random Redskin of the week. This week's random Redskin of the week was a cornerback. Daryl Green. Four. <laughs> I hope Virginia Tech, fighting gobblers. He played for the Redskins for one year, the year 2000. His name was Tyrone Drakeford. He Michael Vick. Tyrone Drakeford, I don't remember him. Actually, I do remember him, but uh, yeah. He only made it for one year. Too bad. Sorry, Hokies. Tyrone Drakeford, your random Redskin of the week. All right, dudes. It's only like three days till kickoff. So start getting pumped. The Giants are coming into town. It's another huge game. You got the yellow helmet. I'm sorry, the, the gold helmets. Yeah, the Redskins will have their throwback uh, gold R helmets with the white jerseys and burgundy pants. And um, that's what they're saying on Redskins.com. Yep. And the Vikings are going to come. I'm sorry. The Giants are going to come marching in, and this is a huge game. The Redskins can't take it lightly. They've only won two in a row. It's not like they've won ten games in a row. So, but, yeah, 
They need to go out no, just as pumped as they were last week and get us another victory. Giants are a team that is completely rebelling against their head coach, and so they might be in that forget the stupid head coach that we all hate. We're playing for ourselves. We're rallying around each other. I mean, this this could be this could be really ugly if the Redskins don't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm dead serious about that. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. At least they don't have a certain number twenty one on their team to haunt us anymore. But still, can't take them lightly. And um, yeah. that's it, dudes. We got to wrap this up so people will be able to download it without taking all night. <laughs> Most people don't have satellite. It's cool. Yeah, we actually had an inquiry from a Logan on the website there. He's like, when is the podcast coming out? And I said, we're recording it right now. Right now. <laughs> all right, dudes. Well, let's wrap, wrap it up. up yo. Um, hail to the Redskins. 2-0, undefeated, top of the NFC East. After this weekend, hopefully alone, top of the NFC East. Go Bears this weekend. And uh, Winning the games that we should be winning. Yep. Right. Like all of them. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. Yep, and if you see a Cowboys fan, Joko! Joko! Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Eagles poop on your chance of victory. Stop!